Welcome to the podcast, Cutting for Sign. I'm Ron Cecil, men's life coach and writer, together with my co-host, best friend and artist, Daniel Penner Klein. Throughout our lives and as friends over the past decade, we've asked, how do we find the clues and puzzle pieces that align us with our higher potential? Join us as we converse with experts, artists, adventurers, mental health professionals, and fellow deep thinkers as we cut for sign and attune our own potential, mental health, and creativity. The bad white man calling the devil. The Yavapai calling eyes like the sky. everybody welcome to cutting for sign pull your shit together dude get your shit together (laughs) (laughs) apparently you're a professional but i'm questioning that i have one little wire that doesn't like to it likes to short out about six percent of the time i'm recording which is too many percents that's six too many percents yeah yeah I it's asked, very non non Ron too. You know? I asked, I know I know. Do, do you ever have something that kind of goes wrong in your life that like feels like an object in the house that doesn't work? That it bothers you so much that it makes you pissed off. Like it makes you resentful that you even have to fix it. Oh yeah. And you're like, yeah. I don't even want to touch that thing. Yeah, you got a couple of those things. Mostly just this one. Is it one of your kids? <laughs> You can say it's okay. It's this person I see every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> it's this one person. I only see him in the bathroom and in my closet window, but <laughs> Yeah. What, what 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 do I have in my house that's like that? That's a good that's a good point. I think everyone really feel that one. You know, there's that thing that just it just taps into your anger. You're just yeah. mad that yeah. Yeah. What used to be at my last place, it was a sink a sink faucet that was too low. Oh, you know, it didn't arch high. So you could do put your big pots and my sink was a shallow sink. So it was a shallow sink with a low flying. So you you gotta like squeeze all like I I could wash plates comfortably. (laughs) A plate. (laughs) There was any three dimensional aspect to the dish. I was fucking redlining. I mean, I I had a guitar that for one of my kids friends, like twisted the you know the tuning uh yeah. thing too much and i didn't notice for a while and then one day I, wa- I walked by it and and one of the strings just broke ding oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah and i let that just sit there for months and months and months and months like oh did that get you you were upset yeah it that? got me i, I mean what is a, a set of strings is like dollars right it's well a set of string is dollars but it's also a trip to the music store you got to make some decisions around that maybe you have an extra string in your house so it's also a look and then the stringing of a two, of a guitar if you haven't done it in a while is a whole relearning process well i you know i just re- redid it and i and i uh strung it wrong and I, I i string a guitar wrong every time i have to string it and then like take it back apart i know what you mean you don't do it. it often enough huh yeah so you don't exactly know that- yeah, I know what you mean. I, I was in that place until I played guitar consistently. It was like relearning a pretty complicated and nuanced thing every fucking time. And it was like stressful. I totally know what you mean, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, you have, uh, <laughs> before we jump into our guests here, um, you have inspired me to take my music a little bit more serious this year. And I just bought uh, online lessons. 
Whoa. For the year for guitar. Oh. Yep. Through the Fender website. Online lessons through the Fender website. Does that mean you do a Zoom with a teacher? No, it's all like goes you. It, it's all like, oh, it's, like Duolingo. <laughs> it's like Duolingo. I was a little disappointed because none of the, in fact, I might even try to get my money back now that I'm talking. Because, it sounds terrible. Well, what happened is I thought the lessons are good, but the music doesn't have the lyrics to the songs I'm learning. Oh, and that was one of the biggest things is I wanted to learn how to sing and play at the same time. Totally I can play. Yeah. I can play. That's no problem. You can change well, chords, do that stuff. Okay. There's there, a, and there are also very complicated chords that I just don't know yet. So like. Interesting. You know. So two things for listeners, if you wanted to play guitar, right. For you, ultimate guitar is a website. You might know about it. Yeah. It's it's excellent. They have all the chords. You just hover your thing over the chord. It shows you how to finger it. It'll show you different operas to yeah. figure if you don't like it. And it has all the lyrics and it has a transpose. You can transpose things easily. You can automatic scroll. And then it has uh, uh what's the other cool thing that it has? It has a different bunch of different versions of the song. If you don't like one or they're all rated. So and it's really inexpensive. It's a great website to get. There's another website called Cordify. But they don't do the fucking lyrics, man. And I, I don't, I'm fat. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, why would you not put the lyrics on there? This is a no brainer. This feels like, it feels like a peanut butter jelly without the, without one of the two yeah. main ingredients. <laughs> Yuck. A peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> oh, or just jelly. <laughs> also gross. God, man. Ugh. <laughs> Anyways. Well, okay. So we usually do this. We usually do this off of uh, not part of the draw. But uh, since we didn't do it before, because you just jumped on, uh, which I appreciate, I appreciate the shooting from the hip. What's one thing in our discussion you like to try to do a little bit better as a podcaster? Oh yeah, we don't. Um, good question. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna just keep the big, long, awkward pauses available, and then, and then say that. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to insert and accentuate. Oh, that would be even better. What's something that you kind of do shitty and that you would like to make worse? I'm going to say um as often as I can. <laughs> I'm going to do one big long um that takes about 45 seconds to get through. Not be curious about you or the guest. Long pauses. Fall asleep. Um, <laughs> fall asleep. Wiggle that little wire like pretty often and surf the internet the, <laughs> and all the things that the guest was like i'd rather not talk about this like badger them about it <laughs> you mentioned you didn't want to talk about your dad let's get into Why? that i've got a surprise <laughs> guest today your father <laughs> he said he went out for cigarettes 30 years ago <laughs> just kidding your father's dead i know <laughs> just like mean and <laughs> insensitive oh, you know that that shadow self shadow podcaster of us probably needs to live in this world ron it's so fun. It needs to come out. We need a we need a guest who can handle it though. <laughs> How about this? Uh you'll be the guest one time and we'll do that. And then I'll be the guest one time and we'll do this that. Could <laughs> this could break us. This can break us. It's like those things that every once in a while, I don't I think we've talked about this on the show actually, but every once in a while a friend will get really bold and play a prank where they just lay into you. But then like three minutes later or whatever, ha 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 joking. And if you can pull that joke off, it's an outstanding practical joke. 
but man, I just feel like I would never be able to pull it off because I'd probably get like too personal and it would seem, oh, I go way too you know personal I mean? too fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get too mean too fast. Yeah. Because then then people are like, is that what you've been thinking the whole time? Like kind of, it's in the, well, bit the back of my mind. <laughs> and well, that joke has to straddle that line because it has to be kind of, I've seen it happen twice. It's phenomenal. One of the, some of the best moments. Have you life, seen but... it go wrong? Have you seen nope. it ruin someone's nope. life? Two for two. Two for two. Excellent. Like, like I, I, I feel like if you could see 10 for 10 or more, because I think like those could have been those could have been just like lucky breaks for both. You know, who who pulled those <laughs> off? Who pulled those off? Well, OK. Um, the first one, I was filming a movie. This is in like 06. And we were at the end of the shoot is a three week shoot. And the, and it was kind of tense at times, but nothing that was beyond what you'd expect. And then at the very last scene, we were renting this really nice suite in a hotel scene, filming our last scene. I committed suicide, this like wicked suicide. There was this cool love scene between the, the lead two lead actors. I was the villain. And at the very end of it, this natural argument breaks out between the lead actor protagonist and the director, my good friend Armin, who I would really like to have on the show. He's the one who works mm -hmm. out for Marvel. And they just like, it builds, it builds. And then all of a sudden they're just like, they're really going for it. And then they're fighting. And we all stepped out and we were in the hallway and we were like, what are we gonna do? And this goes on for like five minutes. We come back and they're still arguing. And then somehow they transitioned to say that it was all a joke. And it was so, so they good. together. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a little bit more sense. But Ron, Because if I was just berating somebody, just berating them, uh -huh. you know, yeah, ha ha. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. But that's the second one. The second one was that my friend bear did that to me for five or 10 minutes and we were directing a play together. Actually, it was around theater, you know, and he comes into a meeting between me, a third person who was like the coordinator with the school we were doing. It was for a kid's school. And he comes into the restaurant, starts tucking into me. And I was like, Whoa, what's going on? And he, and he's personal barbs and it was very natural. It had built, you know, and he goes on for five minutes. She's super awkward. I'm about to like, not throw blows because I wouldn't do that to my friend, but I am getting fucking pissed and really hurt and I'm very uncomfortable. And he goes, I don't know what he said, but he's like, it was all a joke and it was so perfectly timed. Really? It was excellent. God, that is, I just can't trust it yet. I can't Cathar trust it yet. Oh, neither. There's no fucking way, dude. Yeah. No, if you and I did that, we would not talk for a month. <laughs> I would go too far immediately. Instantly. It would be like, it would be like play fighting and me squaring someone right in the nose, just really? just flattening it. <laughs> I don't have yeah. that modulation. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't go middle ground. <laughs> All of your anger and tension. See, for the, in both of those situations, it was really healthfully cathartic, right? But yeah. for you and me, that catharsis would would wound each other too I much. I just yeah. don't have the. I don't have it. <laughs> I think so I got you... the. What do well, you think of this guy we have on today? Is yeah, is he here already? He's not here. Okay, good. But I but I was thinking the whole time uh, I was looking at his work and de delving into his world is he's kind of uh, an interesting version. He's a he's like an alternate version of you, in the sense that he, his life revolves around dance and painting. I mean, that's oh, his that's life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's his life, and it's like this is. This, he lives in a culture and a world that's different than yours, but the modes of expressing himself are the way that you have decided to live your life too. And I, and I was like, how did Daniel fucking find us 
another person who's doing something so similar to him. Is there like a well, forum of like dance and <laughs> painters that you belong to? You didn't tell me about. Uh, Yes, there is a forum of uh, <laughs> doppelgangers of, in every kind, uh, culture of myself, and <laughs> we all got together. <laughs> you should have the annual. You get. You need a name first of all. You need a name for the group of people, and then you should have a you know like a get together every year. Uh, a name like one of those bands that does like something in the somethings. You know, like your name. Oh and yeah. Things. Right. Yeah. That would be, that would be, that would be what I would do. I mean, the obvious uh, little two on the nose would be the painters and dancers or dancers and painters. Daniel's <laughs> Daniel and the Daniels. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most narcissistic. That makes name. perfect sense. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> Dan Daniels. <laughs> yeah there you go showing my cards everyone's like oh i see now yeah i don't like this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i mean they've already clicked off well the okay. moment i started <laughs> i think he's about here but i want to answer the question that you're not asking me uh uh how would i be a little bit better i i, I want to I'm, I'm i need to express my curiosity uh about busta busta drip busta drip a little bit more than i usually do yeah. Okay. Because it's easy to get rambling on something. And then afterwards, sometimes I'm like, God damn it, I went to. I, you know. Give me an example of like when you didn't do that before with someone well, I think else. I, like uh, to an extent, probably every person we've had on, you know, it's just, hmm. you know, like Hobo Jordo, you know, Jordan Jonas. Yeah. <clears throat> what a gold mine of like, of, 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 of the ability to um, endure. You know, Sheesh. I wanted to ask him where his mind went and what he what he thought out there in the art. I know. I, I actually I thought about that too since then because you know because I mean? he, I I know one of the things he got into and I know this it's if you want to go listen to Jordan Jonas go listen to that episode it's so good he was winner of uh, the Alone I believe season six and he spent seventy something days in complete isolation on the tundra. Um he kept busy he worked hard but there was but i don't know i wanted to ask questions around that too maybe we should go do a part two of them oh man i would 100 100 percent want to want to do that i, I would he, per, much prefer if you and i went to montana and hung out with him got a lesson in cabin building <clears throat> have you ever uh, have you ever oh you have you've slept alone in the woods right oh yeah how many days what's the longest you've spent alone in the in the wilderness <laughs> alone not with anybody not with anybody mm, not very long um i guess the, maybe the most would be a few days hitchhiking on the road mm -hmm. sleeping in ditches uh, a couple of days on the pct i didn't hike the whole pct but I, I hiked chunks and one time had to turn around and split our group up group up there was three of us we had to split up and so I had to hike back and I spent a night alone in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That was intense. I had like quarter sized fucking blistered divots in the back of my shoes. I had oh, to cut damn. the backs of my shoes out. It yeah. Was awful. But how about you? I think I've only spent two or three nights alone. I'm trying to think consecutively. I think only two or three. And the first night's always the hardest. That's when like everything is a sound of something that wants to murder you and and harm you. 
hardest in that you just kind of freaked out. Yeah, my imagination goes wild with the sounds in the woods and and the and the intense um, loneliness. Uh, like when you're used to just being in a in a city or around people, and then there's nothing around, and then your brain, my brain starts you know, making, making stories with sounds and yeah, you yeah. know, I, f I felt that you remember I, I, I lived in Portland and I had roommates for a few years, right? Quite yeah. a few years. Yeah. And then I was like, had an opportunity to move to Northern California in my own place, but I, it was a place I'd lived before. And it was a little bit creepy. It was like, you know, not too far out of town, but it was yeah. in the orchards a little bit. And I had my, my, the lady who owns the place, I was an additional unit, but I was like, oh yeah, there's gonna be some stormy nights, you know? Dude, even uh, <laughs> uh, several springs ago, some friends of ours have have three big tracks on land up in in Washington. Like it's, a, it's all, all in, it's like 45 acres. I think it's more That's... than that actually. And at the top of of theirs, and it's kind of sandwiched between two, they had a, they had a hunting cabin with no with no permanent electricity, no running water. So you have to use an outhouse and had to use a generator for electricity. And it's this amazing wood burning stove. And they let us use it um, at the beginning of the pandemic. And my family and I went up there and we went for like three nights. It was Easter weekend. And I remember the power went out because the generator stopped. And it was about a hundred foot walk to the generator house from the thing. And it was the darkest I had bit like there was enough oh. cloud cover that there was no starlight, no moonlight, and it was freaking oh. dark, man. And I was like, oh, damn, <laughs> the dark woods is dark and scary. See, and, and Jordan Jonas is out there in the Arctic for 70 days. With wild animals around him. You know? Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. I would like to be more, really can really get into into some of what, maybe what, what, Alexis Stevens has to say around what only Alexis Stevens could say, you know, yeah. like that's what yeah. we're having on here. We're having people who've gone pretty far in their life and expressing uniquely, you know, that, that cutting for sign, they've cut for sign and found that unique animal. You know, this is a painting I want to do. I want to do a painting with an animal that doesn't exist. It's like, mm. it looks like an extinct, uh, an extinct ancient animal. It looks like a mythological creature, but it also kind of looks like a, an animal that would be around today. Now, that would be a metaphor for what you and I talk about cutting for sign for that unique expression of ourself. Do you feel like that's what you're looking for in your life? Like a like an almost extinct version of you or an extinct version of something that you can achieve? Damn. If you got if you got the DNA, you could clone it. What a great combine question, it with man. a frog DNA. And... I see you're on you're on today. You've pulled it together. Just took a good draw. <laughs> wow, that's a great question. I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I watched Avatar 2 last night. There's a bunch of those types of animals. I uh -huh. took myself out to a late night Christmas movie. It was so How good. was it? Was it enjoyable? Did you enjoy yourself? Slow burn at first. First 45 minutes, I was like, oh man, this is predictable. And then they just, it. the movie steadily got better and better and better and better. And by the end, I was fucking tear crying. Nice. I was just like. That's awesome. That's what you want I, in a movie. It was excellent. Yeah. Excellent movie experience. Turns out that guy makes pretty good movies. <laughs> oh my God, man. But, but that instinctual, yeah, man, yeah. absolutely. What's that expression that only it's like ancient. It's, uh, it's very unique. It's rare, mm -hmm. rare, you know, and, and really unique, ancient, rare and unique to you. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a Tasmanian tiger or a, oh, what are they called? Thylacine. 
Tasmanian tiger. Yeah, they're supposed to still exist. There should be. They think there's little packs of them. Dude, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? What is the rare, ancient, and unique to Ron animal look like? Is it a predator? Is it an omnivore? Does it have stripes? There's these animal drawings in New Mexico on, on cliff walls oh, that yes. don't have any, there's like, they don't know what they are, you know, whether it's the Thunderbird or some of the other kind of like monster looking things, probably one of those, one of those like really captures my imagination. I, I would go, I would go, I would go out to go climbing by myself and then not climb because I would be so transfixed by these, wow. these petroglyphs. Oh. That is awesome. And I would just like, stare for hours and hours at them. In fact, I would like take my little camp stove with me and just sit down and make a cup of tea and and just drink tea for hours, watch like walking up and down the cliff lines, checking these things out. And totally I mean just couldn't my imagination was, would run wild. I love it. I love it. I mean you you know my personal love of of uh, cave paintings and Yeah. I think that that part of you that was doing that certainly was in that space of that ancient rare creature, you know, Grendel, yeah. you know, that, you know, the, it's like the oldest story ever told. Grendel. I've heard the name. I don't, re there's a coffee house called that. Really? In Portland. Well, that, that's yeah. a reference to what is considered the first English language story. Really? Yeah. What it's is not it? called Grendel, Beowulf. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I know that story. Well, Grendel's the, uh, the monster. He's the, yeah. You know, that would be another, like, another interesting one, you know? Mm. What's that? Yeah. What, like, what a fucking cool challenge for a person. They're just required, like, in, in a life, a life uh, assignment. You have to create five creatures, you know, from each animal kingdom, maybe, you know? Mm. And what does it look And they're all, like, metaphors for you, you know? I think that's so informative and interesting. You know, what's the predator? You know, you get, like, maybe a more meek, mild person but they have mm. to create a predator and i bet this some of the most interesting predators would come out of some of the most like seemingly docile people you know yeah they want to come out i've been i've uh, lately i've been really um fixated on owls and and like like those motherfuckers are crazy looking because they're the only predator animal that has eyes on the front of its head are not predator animal predator bird of prey that has eyes on the front of its head instead of kind of, you know, the, where the eyes are kind of like on each side. Wait, which one is it? Owls. Owls? Yeah. Really? Oh, probably because they can turn their whole head. Yeah. They can turn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 70 degrees. Yeah, totally. Dude, I, that's so cool. Like back. No, sorry. Go ahead. You were saying. Well, I was, I was working the other day and I was at this person's house early, earlier in the morning, pre-dawn hours. And I got out of my vehicle and I heard an owl talking. And you know, the, the pre-dawn air in the cold is a different density. Hmm, you know, it's, it's like, a, yeah, I think it allows sound to travel better than it does once the air temperature changes hmm. and the owl started talking and then another owl started talking. But I was like, what are they talking about? I want to get into this conversation. <laughs> Speaking of conversation, conversation with Bust, is he Alexis here? is here. Yeah, Alexis okay. is here. Do we let him in? No. 
Should we make him wait a little while? <laughs> yeah, your punishment. No, he wasn't late. We were having a little, we were having a technical difficulty. So thanks for cruising with us, listeners. Yeah. While we vamped. Here you we know are. That word vamp. We were vamping. No, I don't. What does that mean? Vamp. It's when musicians just play the same thing for a while while someone oh. in the band gets their shit together. <laughs> I've seen that. I've heard that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. We were now. vamping. Okay. <laughs> Let's let him in. Okay. <laughs> Alexi Stevens, AKA Bust, you have dedicated much of your life to dance in the Parisian hip hop scene and have evolved into a painter. Having asked yourself, how can I transfer multidimensional dance energy into a 2D image? You represent the body as a sum of organized waves and dynamic roiling gestures. Inspired by abstract expressionism and graffiti, you managed to successfully transcribe intense movement into single images. Your works combine acrylic with oil pastel and are extreme, surreal, instinctual, and jarring, yet also articulate and objective. Your work has been as profound yet subtle, vibrations that animate the form and the representation of successive states of the self diving into landscape. Alexi, you believe in freedom, discovery, reflection, hope, global balance, humanity's old dream of flying like Icarus, not outwards, but inwards, and exploring the I for a better we. All right, Alexi, welcome to Cutting for Sun. Chaplos, man. You need to send me these. <laughs> this is a really good one there. Oh, yeah. Good, man. Oh, mate, you just kicking that thing, man. Well, uh, oh. you know, what's funny about that intro is it's the second intro in a row where the words I and we have ended the intro. And that was just by happenstance. Our last guest on here was a good oh, friend of mine. And I don't know if you're familiar. Well, I'm sure you're familiar with Muhammad Ali. Well, right. he wrote, he spoke this poem one time that's considered loosely the shortest uh, poem in the English language. And the whole poem goes, I, we. And I was like looking at your thing and I was like, oh, it's, he basically said the poem in the end. I thought that was very cool. Wow, man. That's, Who that's, wrote that that's poem? A bomb. That's a bomb, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah you're, yeah, you're channeling Muhammad uh, just like subconscious. I love it. Did you say who wrote that poem? Yeah. Was that Muhammad oh, Ali? It's not to my understanding it was. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. That's wow. amazing. Previous shortest poem in the English language was a poem about Adams. <laughs> and it just okay. went, Adams. Adam had him. Right, 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 right. Good Adam, Adam. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> oh my God! Did I just puke in my mouth a little bit? Was that? A, was yeah. That a dad? Oh my God. <laughs> Alexi, I want to congratulate you. Uh, uh, not for what you think, but because we've had a few artists on here. Daniel's also a dancer and an artist. Cool. And you're the first artist that has had his own work in the background, as you should. <laughs> uh, but, well, you know, um, we came to see it properly right now. Let me, because the, the, the light is not working. Well, I will try to do a little something for you guys. Yeah, that's cool. You feel, do you feel what that was said is in the intro? Do you feel that in his art? Like, yeah yeah it's unique oh totally it? yeah 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 i spent a, a good amount of time looking at his art and yeah maybe you see it you... maybe a little bit better there oh yeah yeah oh it's great it's, man yeah my, my, great. the light the light in the room right now is not that that's super functional i have a little yeah. light in my living room you know did it take you a long time to develop that 
expression of your of you know what I mean like is that that voice that you have that style is that the uh, result of a long journey of of experimentation um for sure there were a period of time of experimentation for sure I will not be able to quantify them but um um there were a moments I just remember this moment that there's somebody else actually I was painting into a type of rune um building with a couple guys uh you 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 just tell me if, if my vocabulary is not um you know oh no you're good, no, dude, don't, you're good. don't sweat yeah, it man no, you're don't sweat sense, it yeah sure. take all the time you need and and like okay don't you speak english better than we do so don't worry about it <laughs> 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 what was that but, uh, can you say that again i didn't understand <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> So then at this spot, you know, this guy just said, oh, yeah, man, you got your style right now. Hmm. And I just, this is the particular moment I just get off my work and say, okay, okay, I, I didn't picture this, really. Somebody else, external, told me this, and I was like, okay, hmm. he just give me the, give me the step back on my work. And, uh, but yeah, I, I went through experimentation. I was... Um, okay, inspired by um, Jackson Pollock for a second. Actually, it was the really first um, step um, to thinking the movement on on canvas. Mm. And um, so that was my, during my study in an art art school type type of moment. Yeah, I I, I can see the Jackson Pollock. I didn't consider that before, but. Um, I can definitely see that. You can, you can feel it maybe. Oh, totally, man. Yeah. But without, without the drip, without yeah. what he called it drip. For, mm -hmm. I will have drip on my, on my, on my canvas because you know, that the reflection was like, how can I paint? Not necessarily now flat like him on the floor, but um, what will be, what will be happening if I go um, straight wall? Because that was, mm -hmm. that straight wall was, uh, in my environment so you know oh because you were more of a muralist or that was just the way yeah at, could... at four yeah. moment i was more muralist Got but it. i begun by canvas for sure i've yeah. begun by mm -hmm. canvas but then i went into um, a, a whirlpool of uh what they call it urban art or street art mm -hmm. which i which helped me to develop the muralism the murals and um um but without really considering myself as a graffiti artist or or street art you know because i didn't start i didn't start on the street really hmm. so do, I yeah so, with, i have to be yeah. honest with you, i didn't start on the street you know the only relation i could have i would say with the street is the dance right no yeah so, i mean um, that know. kind of is cool though right like your relationship with the street did exist yes and then it that relationship has become something else that has usually or a lot of times has its own origin story from the street it's kind of an interesting you know way to combine yeah I, I was i could at that's a period of time i could uh, i had some friends who were graffiti artists and really like tiger like you know i don't know if you know that guy from um actually that guy is from your coast it's called uh katsubo katsubo, katsubo. is uh, yeah, Katsubo, I think something like that. Oh. Like this guy. 
I really appreciate what you do, but it's really a vandal. It's a typical uh, yeah. uh, vandal. So I was not like I was not like that, but I was observing people like this, which was really inspiring. Katsu, yeah, Katsubo, Katsubo, Katsubo. Oh, cool. Wow, like, you know, like was it one of the guys in your crew? You've you've been like working with a crew for a while, right? Yeah. Of artists, yeah. And is, is it also dancers or just artists? No, they were actually two other dancers were painting also, yeah. but they were more b-boying dancers. Yeah, I'm a stand up. Is it one of those guys that that pointed out your style? No, no, no. Actually, it was a straight graffiti artist who pointed out my style. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it was a straight graffiti artist. And uh, had you guys worked together a lot? Like been around each no, other? No, 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 not that much. You know, it's that type of yeah. people you meet. Because you're into the into the movement, and so you meet some yeah. people, and he was there at this spot at the same time as I as I, I was with another another yeah. mate, and then um yeah he just you know were looking at me painting and said yeah man you got your style right now I was like okay yeah. he saw me doing stuff before and uh -huh. perhaps it's that the moment he was like saying okay now you get into uh, something else I guess. Well, Ron, that's like clear cutting for Sun, right? I mean, in 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 yeah, his life. So, uh, yeah. so Bus, like, we call this this podcast "Cutting for Sun" because that's a tracking term, or that's a tracking term, and the thing that you would be noticing the signs of, and then following them would be like, in our metaphor, a version of yourself that is unique to this world, and you know, kind of only what maybe you could do, and not that there's only one of those. But we talk about cutting for sun, like noticing the things that happen in life, the meaningful coincidences, those nodules of worlds coming together and then helping you have another and break from exactly. along the way. I had, a, I had a bench of it. I had a bench of it, you know. Oh, really? Like, mm. yeah, you mm. feel free yeah. to speak to that if you have more yeah. kind of holstered. I mean, I mean, this is okay. We get into more into uh, metaphysics metaphys uh, uh, right now. Please, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, back. it's my perception on my position at that time, you know. So, and I'm pretty sure um, uh, oh, a lot of people in this world can um, 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 find the same feeling. Okay, I was like st stopping my 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 job. Okay, focusing all my energy to do what I would like, what I wanted to do, which which means painting, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this was say beginning of the journey you know a lot of sign which like you should just walk on the street and find some painting you know like really? finding literally some painting because what happened um in france we have those days that um the the the, the supplies you have for i don't know you paint your walls and stuff but you don't need it anymore so we put it on the street right Oh, nice. Mm. That's what happened. Mm. Some, they put it on the street to to make... We have a service who come to pick that up. But it's not often. I mean, it's not often. Not everybody at the same time uh, 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 um, um, recovers room or change the painting of a, yeah, of, of a right. flat or whatever. But then for, for a second, I had, I had several times close that I was looking... Painting was nearby. <laughs> yeah, paint? just there just there you know and i so for the beginning i didn't had um i didn't had to buy it really i had it mm -hmm. on the street you know so it's definitely it was just weird to me it was just kind of weird you know i was like this is really happening like i mean 
you know, you're going to a, to, to, to a direction and then some stuff, if you look at it closely and enough uh, focus on that, maybe you can see it as signs and stuff like that, you know? It's it just like, appear like that, you know? It's like uh, Ron, Ron's favorite uh, writer is Cormac McCarthy. He's like a, you know, pretty, pretty uh, legendary writer. And okay. Ron, had, Ron told this story uh, uh, recently where Cormac was like, so devoted to writing that he was just very, very poor. And some question came up of whether or not he was going to like go buy toothpaste. He ran out of toothpaste, you know, and then he couldn't afford it. He had no money for toothpaste. Afford his toothpaste. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then the day, how does it go? The day that he went to go buy it? No, the next day he's like, I, I don't have toothpaste. I need to buy it, but I also need to write. And writing was more important to him than okay. his own hygiene. And he went, but he goes, I know the universe is going to take care of me. I know that. I'll, right, I'll have right, right. That type of, that type of, uh, that type of uh, reflection. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of faith. And he goes to check his mail and he opens the mailbox and there's a, a, a marketing sample of toothpaste that the a toothpaste company had mailed him. Crazy. That's, that is, that is <laughs> fucked up. That is really fucked up. That is insane. The technical, <laughs> metaphysical, scientific uh, term for that is definitely fucked up. <laughs> I mean, Thank you know, you uh, <laughs> in how many, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's magic. Yeah, that's type of yeah. magic. Like magic. magic. Like Have you that. experienced like that a lot in your life? Like, is that something that, it sounds like that's something you're pretty uh, comfortable with, that idea. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have that. Uh, if I have another, another story about that, um, no, I would say you know I was uh, I was definitely um, uh, sure that uh, that painting that I would like to you know just say to myself, yeah, I'm gonna leave around painting. You know, I'm, this is the stuff that uh, makes me live for the rest of my day. You know, wow. but um, well, my day is not finished yet. I guess so. Never know, but. Tomorrow's promise to nobody, but I continue my journey uh, with that idea that you know um, uh, my painting go, will, will go uh, more and more, but uh, more and more in different senses. Well, I will say um, maybe uh, bring me a little bit more money, uh, or be able to uh, exit into some places where it makes sense to my work or make who make me happy yeah. or how mm -hmm. I want like to present my work <clears throat> according to um, different um different idea. I like you know old uh, old stones like castle the last one was in the castle. Mm. I like that type of stuff. We have we have we have uh, we have plenty in France and um I like to get close. I'd like to uh, my work to enter more the uh, uh, patrimony, patrimony. Is that the word? No. Patrimony. Um, what does patrimony mean? No, no, no. I'm trying. I'm just. Trans I'm just uh, transform straight English to French. Yeah. <laughs> just okay. just that, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting not. idea of of putting your art, which I would. I don't. I don't know if I'm not an artist. I'm not an art critic, but to see your work, which feels very um, new and fresh, and I'm trying not to use the word modern because I know modern means a certain thing. And right, in right, art. yeah, I know what's yeah. Look at you, Ron. Yeah, um, but to so you're saying that you would like to paint that on the walls? Yeah, of, is that what you're saying? Ancient buildings, right? Yeah, like uh, the term is uh, uh, inheritance. 
inheritance so oh. inheritance oh oh I, I see what you mean um heritage, like buildings. um heritage buildings like heritage heritage buildings. Heritage. yeah 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 so heritage um, buildings such as castles from from centuries back then yes stuff like that because okay it's a link also into the french uh, culture at the same time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know but um whatever whatever type of um um, um building or will stick to 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 my feelings you know, know you know um that what you just said is really meaningful to me because mm. i have been painting a series of paintings not to just go too far into that but no no but let, yeah, let, let it go I, I, I like to know also it's an exchange you know literally the idea of graffiti on ancient stones is something that i haven't just been thinking about i've been doing it in painting oh wow oh see but i see I, this is like a really a really clunky uh, version of i think what you are able to do more freely because i don't i don't have it in my body and in my practice to be able to tag and, and move my body big with painting particularly with spray paint right? right but i i it calls to me archetypally you know archetypically it calls yeah, to me as an energy you know i want to and the way it's coming out in me is like doing these more like realistic fine art pieces, but there will be a castle with like a tag on it. But I'll like right, right, right. Yeah, carefully, so you know what I mean? It's so silly, right? Yeah, you but... know, it's a, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice, yeah. Um, I mean, um, but recently I saw your paintings and um, I found it uh, interesting. The was that okay? It's the the series of of uh, a green, the greenish series with um. The old um, plants recovering some stuff that yeah. will, mm -hmm. that exists already and yeah, it's all it's already. Uh, I think I think it's really interesting. These uh, I don't know if it's that is uh, so. My question is that is that new? Okay, is that real places or it's imaginary at the same time? Yeah, cool. That's, uh, That's a good question. It's, it's both. You know, I I've been taking real places and then. And then um, incorporating elements of ancient, like castles or cave paintings. Yeah, that's um, what I'm But also with something new, like new, yeah. uh, tagging or um, mostly graffiti. Um, but like, if you have, like, I'm doing this painting right now that has a castle in it, but then it has dinosaur bones, like fossilized That's dinosaur. what I saw, that's what I saw, this one, yeah. Mm. The one that I showed you was like whale bones, but this is like clearly a dinosaur. And I was like, this is interesting because that's like layers of ancientness, you know, like in it from a castle's perspective, dinosaur bones. I just, it crossed my mind one day, like, oh yeah, there was dinosaur bones around when there was in medieval times, which is the silliest thought. But we think of dinosaur bones, it, uncovering and exposing them and setting them up and knowing what they are. That's a contemporary experience, you know? Um, I would think, you know, maybe, maybe dinosaur bones were uncovered, you know, back mm -hmm. then too, but... Um, I like the idea that they would have potentially been uncovered in a in a more mysterious, like what the hell is this type of way, you know? Maybe we didn't have as much. Anyways, long story short, just I'm so much earlier in my process than you are. You're much further along your path, which is one of the reasons that we wanted to invite you on here, and I really admire. <laughs> and I want to hear more about that. But right, I, right, I'm right. curious about time, ancient, contemporary, combining that's what I, those. That's what I feel. Yeah. Yeah, getting experiencing is not linear but more something swirling and that is ever present now 
totally uh, perceptive into your to your work on that hmm. point yeah 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 thanks well i was i was bust i was telling uh daniel i was like how the hell did you find a guy that is also his his life revolves around uh dance and paint because that's a, i think a unique thing that daniel does and then you know he's you're his like french jamaican contemporary <laughs> across the ocean <laughs> i think you guys have a tremendous amount in common <laughs> are, you, is you, are you jamaican did i miss that or did you just... well, my, fa my father's from kingston my father's from kingston and oh, my mom's from i Chicago. miss that oh wow yeah well you know you've you me and ron talk about congruency on here and congruency of life yeah. and you've taken two aspects of your life that in other lives might be disparate they might be separate and maybe maybe in a satisfying you know needed way but mm -hmm. the way that you have so intimately combined and interwoven and integrated those two things to work together is it's very cool bust it's it's it thanks and, man uh, appreciate i admire it Thanks yeah, it's fresh. It's fresh. It was, it was, um, when I first was ex exposed to your art, I was a little, um, it was challenging because all, all of the reviews and, and comments about your work is in French and, right. and okay. I, okay. and I, okay. and I uh, spent, I guess, two years speaking, you know, trying to learn French in uh, college. And so I can just pick up enough, but it was like I was having to like spoon feed myself well, <laughs> your work. And 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 I think what's it? It's a translate uh, I think button can't... on the website. Why would I do that? Why would I do that, Daniel? <laughs> Challenge Life myself. Life doesn't here, have man. to be so hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But I think what's awesome is you you're pretty prolific. Like you've got a good amount of work that exists, and and you're celebrated. Yeah, and right, I can well. see why. Yeah, I can see why, man. It's it's. I, I think you're on the precipice of of your work, probably going to a greater audience, yeah. especially as you travel and and your art scales because you your art is, you know, it's accessible. I was looking. There's you know a market right now online where you can buy your prints of your work for very affordable prices and and even yeah, originals. Yeah, for, for, for now, consider. for sure. Yeah, yeah, for now, yeah, for man. sure. I, I have to admit, I, I, I'd like to to love it up a little bit you know but i'm not yeah. uh uh i'm not looking at it really i hope it's a hope um like i hope to um exhibit to um some crazy spot you know who have the history yeah. and how i can adaptate what i do you know or pick up certain topic you know it will also help me to feed me into uh into something you know um well, you're a pretty young guy too. And I'm curious, where do you think, what is one of the many potential uh, directions your art could go in five or 10 years? Like what's one way that it might develop and change? Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a good question. You know, I, I, I talk, I talk with, uh, with a good guy who's my, my, my good friend painter. Also, we, we have a lot of more, um, I will say, um, um, his art is way much developed into the art market. Uh, uh, and he asked me this question, do you have a, a quarry or plan, you know? And I, I, I don't have it really. I don't have it. I, it's, he just blocked me. I'm like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute now. No, I didn't think about that really. You know, I just, um, continue my stuff, you know? Um, yeah, the only wishes I have is to meet people or and and have um, 
connection who allow me to uh, develop actually my art, you know. Um, well, what do example, you think? No, go, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. Go no, ahead. no, no, for, for example, I, I just finished my, my, my uh, um, uh, exhibition and then from that, you know, they uh, allow me, they appreciate it and then they allow me to maybe have connection into Germany. Yeah. Or have another exhibition, same exhibition, and put it somewhere else. So we we'll have to adapt this exhibition to the to the yeah. new um, new spot. That's that's fun to me, you know. And uh, I don't I don't play that much, uh, you know. I let the life goes and see what's go with the flow, you know. I'm more I'm more I'm more that type of guy. Go with the do you, flow. You do know? you see? I've got a question for for both. Hold of on, you. real quick though. Daniel. Let me unload okay, that one ahead. I had. I think it'll be a pretty quick yeah. one. If you could if you could remember that though, Ron. If uh, bust, if you had to guess or or decide just for fun, um, or project, do you see the objective form of your subjects dissolving more, or becoming more clear, or maybe combination mm. of being varied within the image? Which which direction maybe would you like to see that go? Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, it makes sense. I I I'm looking for this the perfect balance. You are, yeah. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm yeah. looking for this, you know. Um, my first I'm going to... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt right. you. Well, I want to... We, have we the three of us, have the gift of knowing what your art looks like. And because this is an audio product, you know, I'm going to describe your art a little bit from the perspective of, of, an, of a person who's not an artist. And, and I would say a lot of your subjects are individuals or people together in groups. You know, one, one person, two people... And they seem to be flying in the form of a dancer, right? They're in the air, they're moving, they're often not touching the ground. And then the boundaries of their forms are, are like disintegrating or moving away from the forms like wisps of smoke. Right, right, and, right, right. And, and it's hard to tell. And I think that Daniel had a good question is, it, are the, is the material of their existence moving away from them or, or, or is it coming, is it condensing back towards the core of who they are and it's i you know like he said in your intro um your quest to translate movement into two-dimensional art like you're doing it it looks like it's moving right and and so i wanted to kind of give that to the audience that yeah, this is right, what we're right. talking about yeah i'll try yeah. to go uh, now a little bit further than that that's the technical uh, aspect but now the philosophy i'd like to add this philosophy behind you know um i'm trying to stick to the time to my time and it's a time of changement and um if those body is not uh, straight and 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 uh fix it's because I guess we're crossing a, a, a era of um, changement in any type of ways, you know. Um, so the human being is moving. We're gonna get some probably new um, um, some secrets that 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 who had who had been uh, 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 in the past covered will be visible, and it will probably change some some perception. Yeah. Look at look for example. Look at the COVID. You know, I mean, even whatever we can think about uh, what it is, you know, the result is that some people just change their mind on their home life. They yeah. totally 
right. make uh, a quarter, a ninety degree, ninety degree changement, you know, yeah. and is that is crazy. That is uh, for me. It's uh, it's a it's a real movement. It's a it's a journey movement, you know, and um, so um first uh first uh writing uh, no, a reading will be dance um uh movement representation on the on <laughs> different level of dimension but then behind the philosophy will be this will be the the fact of the the moving souls you know the moving um um you know something you can catch so do they re do they go together or spread, you know, actually it's a good question. Um, right now, I don't know. And it's different um, topic to explore in different um, um, project of painting, maybe, you know, uh, that I have to think about. Um, could be a, the aura also, the aura, you know. Um, right. yeah. So into this type of spiritual world, you know, different parts of ourself that maybe aren't visible exactly different part of ourself different uh you know uh, yeah. a future or potential yeah. movement yeah uh, potential, potential like so that. potential yeah. it's a potential actually you can say so yeah. it's a potential so yeah. like the quantic physics it's all it's it's here but at the same time here yeah, yeah. but it's global it, it's in it's in a in, in the zone you know so, That's beautiful, man. Yeah. I love to hear yeah. more about that, uh, about two things existing at the same place in time. If you look at your paintings, which is, it is very cool that you have it in the background because the whole time you're talking, I could just be like, <laughs> you know. I know, I, I, I've been enjoying <laughs> that, that too. Nice. Good job. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. But that, uh, looking at your painting through the lens of interpretation of, oh, time, you know. So movement and time are certainly related in, you know, in, in the way. Of course it is. Yeah, and then being like, oh yeah, that person's body is existing, you know, mm -hmm. in more than one place, in in hundreds of places, you know, in in the uh, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm I'm but, working on this yeah. painting. Right. Sorry, no, go ahead. No, no, no. But I could I could represent it. I could represent those paintings, you know, really, um, um, with a really narrow time, which means position to position, but. The way I painting do not allow me to do this, you know. Oh, why is that? Because it's because too I just loose. Wanna, yeah, I wanted. I want to be able to. Okay, my technical goal will be able to. All the time will be floating in the same losing movement wow. gesture, and make sure it's precise. Yeah! Wow! Hmm. Wow! You're like a a sort. It's like the a end of the line, you know. Wow, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. It's like um, Ron's stepfather is an artist, and he my my father in law. Sorry, sorry, okay. father in law. Yep. Um, yeah. and his yep. art is is reminiscent. It, not reminiscent. It's similar to yours in a way, but the way uh -huh, that he, uh -huh, yeah. the way that he he does his art is big canvas, uh, flat yeah. on a table, right. lots of liquid mixed okay. with the paint really, really. and then letting gravity move that paint and swirl and eddy and feather and then and then dripping oil paint lines mm -hmm. of oil that would then float on top of the liquid and acrylic and then it breaks apart yeah. more 
And then as time passes, it dries and changes and he'll continue to lift edges of it, ball up um, okay. Uh, okay. rags and things underneath to, to make certain parts go this way or that way. And one thing that he told me as an artist really early, and it sounds like I'm relating this to what you just said about the way you're constantly in motion, is he has mm -hmm. to always let go of something he likes because it's moving and he can't control it 100%. Exactly. It almost That's sounds it. like you, your movement is that. It's exactly this, you know, this is uh, what I really start to have fun with, you know, mm. <clears throat> is to let it go. And, uh, but at the same time, at the same time, um, and that's the way my, my art craft is not pure, it's figurative and, and, um, I need also because I represent in body, you know. I need also to have an understanding of um, human body, you know. So um, to 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 be able to represent what it is, you know. So, so you know, I study also. I study a little bit, you know, um, time to time. You know, I study the, um, the well, human well, body. You know, I um, a fr another painter friend of mine told me once. They were so excited. This is John Silvestri is a painter we had on maybe like three episodes ago, four episodes. Okay. Okay. Early, he was my first uh, painting mentor. And he goes, one day, I don't know, we were having some whiskey at the end of a painting day or something. And he goes, man, I'm so excited. And he's not an egotistical, selfish type of person, but he just was expressing how exciting and wonder and, and mysterious it was to think about what he might be painting in 10 uh -huh. 15 years uh -huh. you know and you're so young but you've also made it so far in your own style that it's got to be a, a such a wonder to think about what you might be doing in 10 15 20 30 years should that time come you know right 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 do you guys as artists do you guys as artists um get afraid of of being stuck in a style that's a good question man because because uh, when we think of or when I think of, um, you know, certain artists, there's like a very particular style that they mm -hmm. have, and the, and someone will say that looks like a Basquiat or that looks like right, um, right, 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 right. You know, and and do do artists do you do either of you or do artists fear being stuck in that style, and you know, with like musicians, we fall in love with an album, and then they come out with a new album, and we're like, well, that's not what I. You know, we wanted a continuation of the first album or something, and and I think as consumers, it's uh, it's easy to to um, think that an, mm -hmm. you know we just want more of the same, right? Like I, I want more of that. But as a um, as a artist, are you afraid of getting stuck there? No, Dave. Dave. Uh, I am not afraid of that. I think it is in my nature to develop and grow as a human and as an artist. Um, I'm not as a human and that that projects itself uh, through art. I'm not concerned about that in the slightest. And I, I've, I've only been painting seven years, but I can take the art that I've done from each one of those years and, you know, it's going to be different. And I also, Ron, the best maybe way to maybe answer that is and I'm an earlier stage, you know, than when, where Bust is. And yeah. I know, I don't mean to quantify it like that, but in general, you know, I just haven't been, I don't feel like I'm as developed uh, and found my voice as much as he has. But pretty mm. much most times when I finish paintings, 
I don't like them because I've grown through the creating oh. of that planning and now <laughs> right. I'm in a different place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard you say that. That makes a lot of sense. And eventually yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I totally get that. It would that. be so cool to like, really, my goal is yeah. to love the work that I do and be a fan of it and want to hang it on my own walls. And I'm not there yet, but I'm okay with that because I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it happened to me, but not in all pieces that I've done. You know, some pieces I really love it um, because I'm just proud of how I I compose it. Nice. And it, how it dropped, you know, in the in the time I, I I spent on it. You know, sometimes that was really, really, really quick. That was really yeah. quick, and I was even and I liked I, I love to surprise myself also. You know, and those those some some moments are, are fused, but really uh appreciable appreciable yeah. yeah yeah they make an impression on you yeah yeah you know i'm like okay yeah. i was uh, in alignment you know i was was in you know i was in you know and uh yeah perhaps sometimes a painting is just uh it's just a story to to reach those moments hmm. you know Beautiful. like a med- Dude, I love that. moment of med- it's like a meditation awesome. moment type of you know yeah kind of stuff like that yeah. you know um, well you you've inspired me bus too and i don't mean just in the last five minutes getting to know your work a little bit over the last few weeks and but, um you know basically that uh as has overlapped with a time where i'm working on this one painting that is of a it's in this kind of ancient environment it's a very closed lots of lots of a narrow pathway through a lot of jungly um right uh plant life and but a clear pathway and there's this monk and this i was and this monk is sprinting you know i thought what an interesting like a sprinting monk you know and then i yeah, that's, that's, that's disturbing that's disturbing <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, right. you're right you're right because because yeah. that that opposition that opposition yes yeah you know, totally um, cut your your image that what what they what that what it's throw on your on our on our eyes, you know, and which is good, you know, it's disturbing and it's, yeah. this this is good. I think it's a good good element. Well said. You know? Appreciate that. Um, and yeah. and uh, but then I'm working with bones right now, and I'm uh, challenging myself to incorporate bones in most of the of the. I'm doing about a 20 piece series right now, and okay. so I made the the monk a skeleton. So it's just the skeleton of a monk sprinting. But then you can tell it's a monk because it has the flowing red and gold robes of a monk, right? And right. so I was looking at this, you know, working with a few images, the reference images, because there are a few images of monks sprinting and running. Very joyful. Yeah, it exists. I mean, it exists, you know, it's not. It exists. Yeah. It and, uh, but the way that their robes move when they run is fucking beautiful, you know, the way they ripple and the way they feather out and the way that they drag through the air. Right, 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 right. And so I was like, my, my mentors and teachers right now are really challenging me to get out of highly controlled, realistic stuff and loosen up and let the paint have its own life. You know, this medium that we right, work in. Right, This is it's what in, I love. I love yeah, that. it's inherently beautiful. And you clearly are doing that. And so my challenge with this piece is to where the robe is trailing the monk is to really play with that and 
and and let your style come through a little bit come through yeah this is yeah. it this is exactly this um yeah and then it depending the surface you attack on you know and the brush i guess you use at this moment because you know time to time i discovered i really learned also to appreciate and understand have an understanding of the tool that i'm using also you know yeah um, it is something you have a yeah to have a better understanding of what you need to express it's 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 uh, it's cool it's also um it's also um a marker of um uh development i will say you know uh, how how you how well you know your inst the stylus the instrument the brush is that what you're saying no i don't i, I used to a normal some normal brushes that i that i that i buy you know but there's different type of brushes you know and in the way you're using it will make the difference yeah the way you're using it will make the difference totally you know i get i, I would say that it's shaped a certain way yeah. somebody thought about a certain way to shape the brushes right mm -hmm. okay for certain uh certain uh strokes but when you use it and you let it go in, into this you also uh find another way uh, uh at these brushes at these typical brushes you 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 can uh, use it to some other ways that yeah. it was meant to be so you know it's little details and sensation you know it's not something big uh, but to me, it's uh, it's meaningful because you know uh, I discovered changement into my painting through those uh, tiny uh, details. You know, your painting style. When I was watching videos, it reminds me of a conductor conducting. You know, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's it. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking of watching your videos too, and and the way you held your brushes actually made me nervous because <laughs> really? I, I yeah because i no, it's not doing um, too well boss like life. <laughs> <laughs> well what happened like the way you held it the way that you uh physically held your brush um uh in my mind i couldn't i couldn't translate that to a lot of control and like like i know if i held a brush like that my hands would just like shoot across a, a right, canvas right, or right, something right, right. and and so it's me projecting my own you know i'm not an artist i don't have skilled fine motor skills but watching you seemingly hold a brush or seeming or hold a brush in a way that was seemingly um uncontrolled but have a tremendous amount of control in it right right, was, right, right. it was like watching someone tightrope walk like uh -huh, or uh -huh. or climb without a rope you know, right, like, right. This is oh yeah, my this gosh, is it, that looks it, yeah. that looks dangerous. <laughs> and there he goes. Cool. And, and that I must fell. Have... I fell. I fell. I I fell. You know, uh, it's, I, I cannot. I cannot. Uh, you know, which is not really a failing. It's just another way to um, uh, learn your capacities or abilities mm -hmm. to do to 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 do to do it in in that in that direction. You know. So, um, yeah, you know, bust, we, uh, we had another painter on, uh, we've had several actually recently. It's interesting, yeah. David Haynes, and we're actually going to record a second because the quality of sound wasn't quite good. Wasn't quite good. doing it, which is a bummer, but we had a good conversation and he, he is, he, 
he would understand everything that we're saying intimately. He's very far along his art experience. He's a painter. I think he's a British painter living in Amsterdam. And okay. he's also mm-hmm. a, a, a teacher. And I, I loved what he had to say about work because his stuff is borderline hyper-realistic. Like he does realism, but, and he primarily draws, but boy, he, he, he knows what he's doing. And <laughs> right, 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 right. my favorite part about what he, about him as an artist so far is his ability to speak to what he's doing and why, and not have the what and the why overwhelm the natural, um, the natural creativity uh, of of the work. It's not like he imposes his brain in a in a in an imposing way, um, but um, he speaks about the index of marks that we make in the world, and that that is one of the things that we leave behind is that this index of literally the marks we make, and as artists, as yeah. painters, they're yeah. literal marks. And and he spoke to I was complimenting on him him on this one part of one of his paintings where he has this it's all very realistic pencil drawing that that then has like what appears to be a pretty large eraser mark over the face and then a pretty large um, piece of charcoal drawing in a really rough face That's a very cool contrast right yeah yeah yeah. But he he was like, no, I didn't do that. That was actually all made with very, also very small marks that created something that looked like it was made more roughly. And he goes uh-huh. that, and he goes that is my that is the way I'm m- my marks are in. That's the way my mark on life is being right, made. Right, 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 right. That's he knows that's true to himself. He wouldn't do what you're doing. But yeah, he's yeah, very yeah, yeah. comfortable with that, and I love that man. And, and just yeah, to this have, is. This is- this is how, to, yeah, I totally uh, dig what what you what you're saying uh, about about that that type of feeling, you know, and this is the 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 fact that I was trying to to say with uh, knowing your tool, you know, is to know uh, yourself through the tool. Oh. Some tool was created, you know, okay. uh, crayon, well, all pastel, uh, acrylic, whatever, whatever. And then when you surround this um, this tool uh, enough often, then um, you will discover some part of you that you probably didn't know, or you will you will uh, you will say, okay, no, that's that tool doesn't fit me, you know, that hmm. me, I, I don't, I don't, I can't express what I want to express with it, really, you know. That's, that's what, what he I, said. Was yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. because I was curious, I go because I don't know, maybe he's like in his mid forties or something. And he's been doing this a while. You can tell. Uh, mm-hmm. but I was like, did, have you ever tried, have you ever loosened up and you're, you're, and, and gone bigger or gone broader strokes or done other, uh, genres, you know, styles, sorry, styles of painting. And he's like, oh yeah, it was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and not in the way that encouraged that disaster to lead someone. He just, he knew yeah, you know, yeah, it exactly. was late. I appreciate but it. But at least, yeah. at least he tried, at least he tried, you totally. know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I so, think is we, we just need to okay experiment. I'm not a big uh, a big uh, searcher that much actually. You know, um, compared to some others that I, when I saw how they proceed, I'm like, oh wow, that's uh, yeah, they're really tasting some. But I taste another wave with other forms, other stuff. You know, recently I just tried to burn my pepper. Hmm. Uh, with the iron with the iron sticks um, um yeah that that they, the soldering iron how do you say 
a soldering iron soldering iron for, yeah. for electronics the the, yeah, yeah. the metal soldering, that soldering, burns electronics soldering yeah. Irons, yeah. yeah on paper and yeah. try to see you know so my my move so i my analysis like my move was like really restricted yeah so had it's it was another it was an effort yeah compare what i have to do you know uh what i what totally. i doing yeah usually you know it was an effort and i was like oh no it's not that's cool it's not going that fast that i, I wanted yeah. to i wanted to be or you know and then you stay too much longer then you, you then then you burn too much and then you mm-hmm. so yeah. it's another perception of what you have in your hand and but to camp to come back into uh the the, the um the part of uh have uh, is to have a, his own style i think i'm i'm happy to have a some uh, to have a, something that that can um that it's uh it's uh, that is really me in in a sense yeah uh, to be able to put it to different ways yes or using different tools to have this this the same same energy using the same energy but with different tools and uh and in in the sense of, it's always going to be uh, uh, me or recognizable by other eyes that yeah. you know that that's yeah. a little proudness i have I think you, you, um, you know, you're in a, you're in, you live in France, which has arguably one of the oldest historical traditions of art in a place because of the cave paintings, right? All right. the way to 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 today with the Louvre and everything that's collected there, and to say that you, I mean, congratulations to say that you have a style that stands out that other artists recognize you because that, I, I as a yeah. as a person who's not that creative. I have some creativity in my life, some art. That's really difficult to find your voice. It's really difficult how, to find your own style. Yeah. I don't even know how. Really, I I wish I was going. I, I'm. I work my mind to go in that direction. Mm. You know, mm. um, and it actually was the goal. Um, before thinking of um, have a, a strong basics on drawing or whatever. It was to be oh, really? different first. Yeah. So it leads me into it it, it, it dragged my 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 way my way my way to paint drag me the, the rest of it, the tools, the 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 how what material, you know. It's like you're building your own pot your home pot and you and your pot is special because it's formed. You you make sure that it's formed in such a way that it can contain such a what, and then whatever you grab, vegetables, uh, meats, whatever mm-hmm. you put in mm-hmm. the pot, it will taste a certain way because this is that pot is cooked yeah. on. Yeah, that's why so other would... people's cooking is so refreshing sometimes because it's, in, <laughs> it's inherently them, you know, like. <laughs> You ever notice that phenomenon? Not to like bring it into another realm too much, yeah. but um, and there's one other thing. Uh, uh, there's this painter that I paint around a lot these days. We're just in the same space a lot. His name's Rocky. Which, by the way, you're gonna appreciate this this little side note. His name is Rocky. It actually is Rocky. R O K E E, because his, he's he's got some indigenous in him, and his father wanted to name name him Cherry. It was too long, so he just named in the last part of the word Cherokee. So Rocky, Rocky. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Boy, so that is. So this guy, uh, he 
I showed him your work uh, maybe last week or so because he was he's working on a series uh, that is going in a direction is very much informed and similar to your style. And he okay. does a lot of instead of a form, a person dancing or moving, uh, he's works right now, at least in words. And so okay. he, he'll, another, he'll, okay. yeah, he'll put his like skull candy on crank tunes, put a big visual, a big vertical, like he'll use wood and he'll have tools like you're working with with things that are burning, you're experimenting with that. He'll have all of his paint and different size brushes and paints. And then he's gotten into different things that will actually gouge into the wood. And then also he'll layer on paper and refuse. And he just like builds this this thing yeah, while, yeah, yeah, like a, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. while he's painting, while he's moving and while he's emoting, I've literally seen him fall to his knees and he's not like a, a ham or like uh right, right. Like no yeah, dude, but... it's very authentic it doesn't come off weird for showmanship mm. <laughs> it's very private it's the form because we don't <laughs> i love those form because like you said ron it's uh the same uh, effect that you feel when i holding my my brush i'm sure i'll be the same i had this i will have the same feeling yeah so him feeling on his knees doing crazy stuff like yeah wow did, how, I would, my first thought would be, what did he catch? I mean, what, how, how did he, what frequency type mm. into his brain at this moment to make it that, to make it so, you know? Yeah. yeah it's, it's really, really it's a total, um, it's very admirable to watch him go through that process because there's a lot of quote mistake. There's a lot, <clears throat> this is what I love about what you do and what about Buzz, uh, um, um, Ron's uh, father-in-law does my father -in -law, and yeah. Rocky, that you are letting go of control and what, and an other forces than your mind has a say in what ends up being on the, on the canvas. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're allowing in a lack of control, potential theoretical mistakes, and you walking that line of control and out of control and then as the years go by and you rep out the paintings there is a there is a skill uh, and a, a dexterity that comes through your whole body it, you know and i can see it and you're this far along it comes through it's great this is what i'm looking for uh, this is what i'm looking for um to be into this <clears throat> the is to into this yin yang line you know that's what I'm looking for. Uh, exactly I have a question for both of you about about inspiration. <clears throat> where where have you been surprised by what has surprised you? What has inspired you and inspired and inspired you and surprised you? Like have you have you watched something, seen something that maybe was outside of the art world that mm. made you stand still for a moment? Maybe it was a car accident or someone speaking at a party or an animal moving somewhere? Oh, I, I, I get a bunch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the last one. <laughs> the last ones, okay. Uh, the last one was, uh, what was the last one? <clears throat> uh, maybe start, uh, Dave, because uh, I'm like, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure uh, how to formulate. I, I see what it, I see. What I want is, it's. Um, I would say, I make different link between Evans. Okay, we are. 
I'm I'm often on Instagram, uh, or social media, social and and scrolling, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe a lot of people right now in in this in this century. But um, then my eyes get into some topic, and I make link between those topic, mm. and it uh it give me uh, the sensation really of a changement or we see some stuff that we couldn't we won't be able to see it yeah. was not like that you know yeah um yeah so it's it kind gave... of a theme to what you've been speaking to today a little bit you know where <clears throat> we develop and things change and now you're in a new place and from that new place you see new things you see new things or yeah things that you probably couldn't be able to see if you were not moving instead oh, right now I see you know you know if if for example you stay the, in the location all your life in the same location so you will see some stuff crazy stuff but in your location but now it's from every location it's combined into one spot which is uh social medias yeah and if you look at it look at it like where 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 your 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 person goes you know your personality goes if you know you well you will read some stuff that it's important to you and let this the 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 other things that you don't need you know so you you you'll be able to discern how do you say that um um wait a minute yeah discern right yeah yeah, discern the, the 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 information that you need to have a better understanding, or the understanding you you need to have, you know. And for me, it's to link different um, uh, stuff and say, oh, okay, there's a there's something, there's something there, you know. Mm. So it's uh, I, I can give you details. Really, it, it can by pass by um, some breaking news to uh, that type of. Um, video that it took far away into the country somewhere into yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah when you're going through those there's a there's a link who is able to to yeah. be in place you know i don't know it's weird what i'm saying i'm it, it sounds I like understand that people cannot really follow me on that it sounds like but you're I'm, speaking a little bit to that contrast that you know that like maybe i'm i'm searching for in my own painting with subject matters you know like the contrast and the juxtaposition and the paradox at times, you know, yes, that I think yes, is inherent yes, yes. in life and in, in, in all of this metaphysical, yeah. you know, you know, goop that we are, that we are all part of that is inherent paradox, you know, that seems to be at the heart of a lot of truths and to, to play with that and experiment with that through combining these different subjects in your mind or on a canvas, you know, I think that's great, man. That's the good word. You know, um, hey, so- uh, I got two things for you. Um, we're up against kind of a, a time crunch that that wasn't unexpected, but time has flown. How about okay. um, how about you come back and we we talked about painting on this one. Come back and let's let's theme it. Let's hit dance. Let's do another one that's about dance because we didn't talk about dance at all. Right, 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 right. Um, I think right. that would be a really good discussion. And okay. then I want I wanted to close with a, a story that I think you'll appreciate. The person who introduced me uh, to you, to your work, 
is somewhere I, I rent a little place on their property. And it's this lady, she's out, she's like maybe 65. And she's, uh, she's just a, a really solid, alive, um, authentic human. And she teaches Pilates, right? Pilates. Pilates, Are you familiar? Pilates is like, a it's just a, a movement practice that is geared toward your core and your frame. Uh, and uh, uh, it's like uh, on the ground up a little bit. Yeah. It's just, it's a good solid. It's like an exercise. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Movement practice. Yeah. So she saw your work and she was instantly impressed. It impressed upon her something that she related, like you were saying directly to her movement practice and what she teaches. Wow. And she fucking brought some poses and positions that you painted into the way she teaches. Wow. What? what? Totally, man. <laughs> what an honor. Um, what an honor. This is, uh, I, actually, this is, uh, yeah, we can put this on the list of fact that that type of, uh, that's the type of, um, of goal. I, 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 you know, if I, mm. If I paint, I'd like my painting to be useful this way. Bust, wow. your this paintings is exactly, are... good news you give it to me right now. It's really good news. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I thought I, I was curious what you'd think of that because to think much. that your, your painting is not uh, affecting someone in the traditional or common way of painting would, but it's showing up as movement from a practitioner in their studio for their students. Like how fucking cool is that? Yeah, this, uh, this, this, this outstanding. I'm a, uh, well, okay. Okay. But I'm, 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 I'm really glad. I'm really, uh, thank you very much because this is a really good news. Um, at least, uh, and I wish that to every artist really to, um, uh, to provoke that type of, um, <clears throat> sensation or movement in this case yeah. but uh yeah i mean painting is normally main mean to to um extract um to pull out something of you you know visually by 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 the eyes you know yeah and well, and, and, and turn something inside and 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 pull pull something out you know or so uh, whatever movement or whatever yeah writing whatever you know relaxing stuff movements or whatever whatever you need actually well thank you so much uh and this feels like it's cut short uh which is a kind of a, a green flag and a good feeling because if you're if you have the time sometime let's let's turn hey, the conversation uh, to dance and let's do it again yes yes thank you very much guys from a from a brother yeah, from other seas, <laughs> yeah. You know, you thank you, Alexi. Seas, Appreciate you, man. Thank you very much uh, for this sharing and yeah, um, yeah. yeah um, big energy to you guys. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, you as well. Thanks, you as well. Take care, my man. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Nice. Good dressing, everybody. Alexi. Alexi, aka. Alexis <laughs> <laughs> to your Anglo tongue, <laughs> yeah. AKA bust. Yeah. The bust. Yeah. Bust the drip. Yeah. <clears throat> bust the drip. Yeah. So he was great. He yeah, was how, great. So how did you, like, when did you find, when did your, your, um, landlady introduce you to this person? Ah, this was like a month ago. Yeah. Oh, so not that long I, ago, I, but that's amazing. No, I pitched him the next couple of days after that, and yeah. it was kind of a process to get get us lined up. But 
um, yeah, w- worth it. She 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 was just really excited about. It. She's a really interesting lady um, because she I don't know she lives like maybe one one little foot in the the other the other realm, but firmly grounded in the real world. And whoa, what's the, what's the other balances. what's the other realm? What do you mean? Oh, you know, like like I feel like life gets pretty dreamy and and uh, you know the hard hard lines fuzz a little bit when when you spend a lot of time with your I guess maybe your inner self your inner world Mm -hmm. um but to to, you know it's easy to go too far one way or the other on that you know not not do enough of that um I was just listening to re-listening to my book inner work and uh you know the aborigines for example uh they they spend upwards of three quarters of their life in the dream world you know in the in the inner world, you know, through all of their rituals, their walkabout, through the way they talk, the time they spend with dreams, and, you know, like, what are we lucky to spend in, in that world a couple hours mm-hmm. a week, you know, and, and she, this lady, her name is Hazel, uh, she's a person who I think, um, you know, spends a little bit more time there, and yet not in any way to the detriment of her, uh, you know, outward day-to-day life, like, it, it enhances it. Would you say as an artist that you spend more time in your dream world because of your vocation as an artist? I mean, the easy answer is yes. Right. Uh, at the same time, I think, I think you can be an artist and not spend a lot of time there. I don't know. You'd probably be a little bit of a different artist. Maybe, maybe just more of a person who, I don't know. I I don't want to speak to that because I (laughs) I can feel myself kind of getting a little, uh, a little uh not judgy but you know what i mean what about you what do you think about well because i'm from an outside that? person it would be easy to say <laughs> oh yeah you do but at the same time right. i know that yeah. i know being your friend and being adjacent to you know witnessing you do a lot of very hard practical work like just straight up hard work to paint that i don't know if you get to get in that dream space because I you're mean, just like really it's like cool... yeah because you gotta work hard there you're running a business you know when you're when you're an artist <laughs> yeah you know that's like the most unartist thing uh to do seemingly but you can bring those worlds together through um through different ways to live life like yeah. through the imagination you know that's yeah. a really good waking life um uh tactic or um thing to apply way to be uh that you can be doing a pretty menial uh outward you know, paying your bills or hustling up a, a you know, a, a new schedule or something. I don't know. And mm-hmm. and you can imagine you, you're you can apply your imagination while you do it. That's one way to you know, merge those worlds. I think. Hmm. I mean, do you ever do anything like that? I bet kids. You know, spending a lot of time around kids, having kids, that'd be a good example of you know you're in one world and and in another world. You know. Yeah, you got to take care of them, make sure they're safe, but you're also around them all the time and they're in fucking la la land. Yeah, we we use our imagination quite a bit to have conversations. What if? Really? I mean that I mean that's an you know the the what if question which I think is uh any storyteller yeah. has to ask that question. What if what if something something exists yeah. or happened? That's a that's like on the tongue of every child I feel like is like what if. Oh. And oh. and that doesn't go away super fast. My teenager is still in there a little bit. And I, gosh, I'd say as an adult, I am too, in a lot of ways. Although, practically speaking, I have to leave that world a lot more than I want to. (laughs) I've got to go into the practical realm, 
hell of a lot more than I want to. Well, yeah. this this uh, psychologist Robert Johnson, he I've been listening to a lot of his work. He wrote a book called He, and another book called She, and then another book called The Golden World, and then the book Inner Work. And I've been listening to all of those. Not She yet because I can't find it, but um, but you know he talks about how when you're a kid, there's a bell curve, and you spend a lot of time when you're really young in your inner world, and mm-hmm. then you come out of it for the midlife for like a long time for decades to a certain extent, you know, in general. And then as you come into old age, you reenter that. Oh, interesting. The idea is to invite that more and more, have it not be so steep of a climb and so steep of a fall. Right. Man, that's really interesting. Yeah. And there's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Liz talking to Alexi, he's a person I don't know if you'd agree with us or not, but I would, I'm looking at his artwork, listening to how he's, how he's done his work. He seems to spend more time than normal than, than the average population. What the fuck is that? Is that amount of time? I don't know, but he has like, he has access to it in a, in a really refreshing way in a, at least seemingly more, more than I do for sure. Yeah. That's a, I think I'd have to spend more time around him to to make a firmer com- comment about that. But what makes you feel like you see that? Well, his artwork, number one, Just is, his art, is yeah. dreamy. Yeah, it's dreamy. And then listening to him talk, I mean, we, <clears throat> as we were talking about how he's looking for, like when I asked him the question, what what has surprised you? What has inspired you that is outside of art that has surprised you? And he's like, too many things to say. Hmm. And... And I think that's the kind of thing where you see something in the in the world, and it's a normal happenstance, it's just a normal situation. But it but it triggers, like you were describing also in the conversation of of piecing different things together that creates a thread for you of inspiration. And I think that's that's when yeah. we're like in their waking world, but we're like touching just below the surface. We're dipping our finger into into the creative realm or into the dream world or whatever so i think that's i think it's rad you know there's a lot of different ways i i think this conversation is one of the more interesting conversations in the world because because a lot of like movies and stories and cautionary tales have to do with like don't grow up too fast you know Mm -hmm. and and when you do grow up grow up in ways that don't leave behind ways that are really enriching to your life that you don't actually need to leave behind but maybe that societally collectively we generally tend to do and there's there's just a few different ways, little terms that have been really helpful for me that I think you're speaking to um, mm. regarding Alexi, which is one is the preconscious. You know, we we split this idea of the our consciousness and our mind, our psyche up into conscious and subconscious. You know, and unconscious. You know, the basically those two worlds: the subconscious, unconscious world, and then the the conscious world. But there's this other uh, word that speaks to uh, the preconscious. That's the word, <laughs> preconscious. <laughs> and it's like, I think of it, if you, if you think of that, um, that iceberg at, of the psyche, that metaphor of the iceberg is like yeah. 10% tops yeah. is above the water and then 90% below. Mm-hmm. The preconscious would be that, that part of the water, the iceberg that you can see through the clear water. You know, so if you're above the, the iceberg or you're standing on the iceberg, you look down, it's not like it's just black as soon as the water right. line hits. There's a huh. there's a layer, there's a layer there. And the preconscious is that area of the subconscious that we have access to with our conscious mind. And that's a lot of what like 
the realm of dream and remembering your dreams. Like if you're remembering a dream, you're in the pre-conscious, you know, and gotcha. there's a lot of work and awareness that can be done there. Yeah. Thinking about a dream I had to the, the night after we recorded this. Really? What happened? Yeah. I was gifted three acres of land by the city of Portland next door to an archery range to, to the public archery range. And in the dream, I realized I didn't have a lawnmower to take care of it. And so the rest of the dream, I was trying to find someone to lend me their goats to keep it trimmed. Huh. And the whole dream was trying to find goats. Wow. See that, that dream right there. If you wanted to like spend a little time with it, I guarantee within half hour, you know, some like pretty basic techniques that I don't, I'm not saying they're universal techniques, but they work for me and they're ones that I've learned and kind of stuck to. You could probably find, uh, decode the masterpiece of symbolic, symbolic language that, that, that has, you could at least start it. Cause it's so clear, you know, what, uh, what are some techniques that you've used? Um, I, I get mine from, from that guy, that's the guy's book, Robert Johnson, you know, he, he just talks about taking each part of the dream and like, say, say your goats. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, extremely um, adept at this process, but, uh, and then you make associations with it, not necessarily mm-hmm. free associations, that's different. Free associations is when you say like, you know, goats, that reminds me of, uh, of hair, you know, or fur, or whatever, uh, for some reason, the fur reminds me of, and all of a sudden you're fucking 10 steps from goats. Right. You want to make a bunch of associations of direct associations with goats of what they might mean to you and then choose one that you're like yeah that's it and then excuse me and a good question to do that is how and then ask yourself how do how does that thing that i came up with play a role in my everyday life and then you just do that with like five or six of the aspects of the dream and then it starts to sing to you a little bit Hmm. i wish we had asked alexi if he had dreamed about if, if he had ever had dreams that led him to do artwork yeah yeah. Have you, That's have you done question. that? Have you experienced that? Oh, I'm, I'm doing that more and more for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it's just so clear. Like that, that idea that dreams are masterpieces of personalized symbolic language. They're, mm. they're your deeper self directly speaking to you. You know, you just got to uncode it. Stop saying your dreams are weird and dismissing, you know, this, yeah. this really message and say, Oh, this is not to be taken literally. This isn't weird. This is a symbol. Okay. What, what might that be? Just getting curious about it and playing with it. And I, I've just started to realize I need to draw from my dreams more and more. Like I did, I did that two nights ago. I had a dream about three paintings and they were literal paintings in the dream. They were already done and they weren't by me. And they were of a night. All three were of a night. This oh, big night took almost the whole image. And I was like, whoa, and that doesn't mean I'm going to go paint that painting, but I'm going to yeah. put that painting in one of my paintings, painting within a painting, like we were talking about John Silvestri. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then was that, the, was the did, night, man, uh, spun me out. Yeah, that reminds me of, know, um, three nights ago. So. That reminds me of the night in uh, Iron John, the nights, the three, the, is like the black night, the red light, the, the red night, the white night. Remember that? All representing oh, three I different things. That, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, I'd, um, I mean, uh, we're getting a lot like of it's just asking questions and being curious. It's yeah, good yeah. This isn't off topic. This is, you know, this is like, <laughs> I don't know. I might be. It all feels this on is topic. What cutting design is literally all about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited about having him back. I I really enjoyed it. That was a surprise for me in the sense that I didn't know much about him, and then I started looking at his artwork, and I really liked it. 
and and was a little nervous about him being in France and not speaking English well enough and all those fears <laughs> went out the window yeah, immediately. <laughs> yeah. And and I was like, oh this is somebody he I would like to hang out with before because I was like um, I think one way that he that is interesting to me about the way he paints and that he's pretty far along and that is super valuable is uh, the way he moves his body and the way his body movement translates to the canvas. You, mm. you can't make the movements that he that he you can't make the the brush strokes that he makes in his paintings without moving your body and being very adept at that movement. The movement is inherent in the stroke on the, on the canvas or on the, on the wall. Um, it, it's, and I've seen him paint. He's, it's very active. It's very intuitive. One of the realms of the inter, internal world or aspects of his intuition. And he goes based on, it's almost like he's sword playing, you know, the next stroke yeah. has to do with the momentum and the direction of the last stroke. And, and it's also very intuitive through his body. So does he spend a lot of time in what I would like to think about as the inner world? Absolutely, man, because yeah. the inner world is one of the, the um, ways to it is through the body, you know, and he's clearly got a unique relationship with his body and dance and, and that's connected to painting. How did you, that's, that's a cool observation. That's a very cool observation. And, um, and I, and I think that's probably why I said watching him paint made me nervous because it watching him hold uh, his brush yeah. and, and, uh, move. I was like, Oh, that feels, <laughs> it feels like he's going to mess it up. And, and yet it's all calculated in, in its own way. So I think that was a, one of my, one of my favorite parts of the conversation was, was when you made that observation that it mm. made, or when you shared that experience that it made you nervous watching him because, and then he said, yeah, I feel this. I feel that when I paint. Wow. wow. That's, that's an example of a person who's really, you know, who's really making art that is honest, you mm -hmm. know, in my opinion. And I don't mean art is either honest or unhonest, but the, the honesty of his art and the authenticity and the uniqueness is certainly playing itself out. I would love to see him. I wanted to say this, but I didn't want to like try to give him ideas, you know, like there's a thing in art where you don't like try to do that. Like, he's going to listen to it now. He's going to go, I heard it. <laughs> well, I can, he can hear it, but I didn't want to say it to him. Oh. Um, I was, I was, I want to see him paint stillness and movement in the same piece. Huh? Like because stillness his stuff of body. is all movement. Yeah, I mean, it feels like his his like people. Like when you are move, body. not yeah. every part of your body is always moving. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, when you, I think there's a delay between us or something. But um, when there, when you, when your body moves, some parts of your body are still sometimes. Yeah. You know, and so what if you're, what well, if you're dancing and you're on one of your legs, you're on like your left axis, and you were doing a movement turning with your upper body and maybe your arms were moving and your upper body was moving a little less, but your leg was still, I would love to see if I were to like take his style of painting and try to do something, you know, be inspired by it. That's what mm -hmm. I would do. I would paint stillness in one part of the body and then show where the movement is coming out and maybe in varying degrees of movement. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'd say sense? one of my, yeah, it makes perfect sense. One of my favorite parts of the conversation was hearing him acknowledge his interest and his time spent looking at your art and and his curiosity around your <laughs> art yeah 
because I'm like, man, that's my friend Daniel, and his and his art is now being observed by somebody on a world stage, and that's what I want. That's what I want for my friend Daniel. And it was it was cool to watch you have a conversation with a world class artist about that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. It was it was nice um, to uh, you know. I like I said, I'm not really that. I want to. I'm. I'm. I'm more focused on the next twelve paintings, twenty paintings that are going to come out. I'm excited. Yeah. I just want to do something that I'm really proud of. You know, that's a huge part of my my personality. And but it's hard to do what Alexis has done. He he's he's had to work a lot to arrive to a place where he's he's expressing a voice. I thought that was another cool part of the conversation when you yeah. were talking about how challenging it is to find your voice. You know, as an artist. And yeah, I was telling Morgan about I, that. I or, still or, think. Yeah, I was telling Morgan around um, yeah. him talking about the other artist saying, there's your style. And, and oh, you know, yeah, the, the power cool. of having somebody else see your style and like call it out and then deciding like, yeah, that, that yeah. is what I do. It's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. God, what a gift. And I also like that he read that as sign and he didn't, because some people, people say like, you know, if it comes from someone else, it's not, yeah. you know, that's them or something. And like, there's a story I heard Snoop Dogg t talk about where one of uh, Nipsey is another rapper and Nipsey was offered to play the role of Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton movie. Hmm. And Nipsey wasn't getting back to the producers who were trying to invite him to play this role, which is a huge you know, role and honor and all that stuff. So the producers call Snoop and they say, Hey man, can you ask, we're not hearing back from him. We want him to play you. And so Snoop was all stoked to ask Nipsey, you know, let him know that, you know, you have a chance to play me and that's cool. And he's like, Hey, little homie, man, they want you to whatever. And Nipsey was like, listen, man, no disrespect, but I, I can't do that. Cause then I'll be known for playing you and, and I gotta be me. Oh, wow. And it was like a lot of respect there. Right. And that would be an example of someone that comes to you and, and is like, yeah. Hey man, this thing is for you. This is aligned with you. And they're like, no, but then in Busta's situation or in Bust's situation, he's like, it sounds like at least you know, he heard yeah. that and he goes, yeah, this is my voice, you know, and yeah. it didn't even seem like he hesitated or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my invitation to you, Daniel, is to keep finding awesome artists to have these conversations with and, and, uh, and, out of America or not. <laughs> what kind of artist would you want to talk, talk, speak with? That's a good question. I think I, I think, you know, we've spoken to, um, some writers and we've spoken to a screenplay writer and a screenplay professor. And I think I'd like to talk to some filmmakers. What about a fiction writer like Michael poor? That was awesome too. I enjoyed you know, that. Yeah. Like, and, like a filmmaker, maybe like a writer, director, filmmaker. Oh, all the above. You know? Yeah. Because I, I want to hear you have a conversation with another writer, film, book, whatever, who makes stories up, you know? Yeah. And okay. see and hear how they do it and hear, hear your curiosity around that process, you know? Because that's the mystical, um, mysterious process, you know? And uh, you go through it. And we haven't talked about it much. It's the same process we're talking about with painters too. So yeah. let's do that. I'd love to. Let's do that. All right, brother. We got to get going. Love you, man. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it.